Hey everybody, welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast, and you are here with Kevin and... It is Diamond and Bucky, and this is Midnight Terrors. Yes, sir. Oh man, Jason, we hit the ground running with last week's episode where we did our... We started our horror bracket wars, and uh, if last week had some tough choices, this week may just emotionally break us so let's not let's not waste any time and just get on in because i've already seen some of the questions and you're gonna you're gonna be like smacking yourself against the wall for a particular one uh coming up here shortly you gotta cut that no 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 i'm trying but it like it (laughs) zoomed over there's one that are there are two that are level with each other so even if i zoom down or up it like is still next to each other so it's kind of kind of stuck, but it's okay. It's okay. We're still gonna have good conversation right. here. I guess I guess I'll forgive you for that. <laughs> uh, maybe not. When you when you figure out which question I'm talking about, you will probably hate me for suggesting this episode. But let's just dive on in. So we, if you listened to last week's episode, part one, we had eliminated uh, all of the initial rounds. So several movies have advanced. And now we're moving into the next round, and we're going to bring it on home with a champion this week. But, uh, Jason, the first um, match here this week is the original Pet Cemetery versus the original Shining. Ooh, well, real quick before we get into that, um, I actually have um, the Rob Zombie Halloween 2 mm-hmm. on in the background. Yes. And what what's the name of the lead singer of My Chemical Romance? Uh, Gerard Way. Yes. Um, <laughs> in the opening scenes of Halloween Two, when uh, Michael's chasing Laurie through the through the hospital and it's raining outside. Yep. I swear to God, he looks like Ger- Gerard Way. He's got like this, <laughs> you know, like. It's like raining outside, so like his, the hair <laughs> on his mask is all like hanging around his face. Yep, and he just got like this look to him. I was just like looking at it. I was like, dude, he should <laughs> he should freaking front an emo band. Oh, that's um, so funny. <laughs> but anyways, okay, interesting. <laughs> Stupid side note. No, it's funny. Uh, My, uh, okay. Have you seen the dude that like what the guy actually looks like that plays that version of Michael Myers? Um, I. Think so. It, isn't he a wrestler? Yeah, he's a former wrestler. He's a former wrestler, but his name's Tyler Maine. He was Sabretooth in the very first X Men movie from oh, yeah, two thousand. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I right. I didn't meet him, but the first time I went to Carolina Fear Fest three years ago, that dude is tall. <laughs> like he yeah. is taller than my dad, and it is crazy when you stand next to him. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. But an awesome Michael Myers. But uh, yeah, that's, so that's awesome tangent. I will always gladly talk about Halloween too. But uh, yeah, so the original Pet Cemetery versus The Shining from 1980. Oh, um, damn, that one's hard. It because is really that difficult. One, that one's because both of those are ones that like I'll put on like they're fun to watch like i'll just put on you know like if i just want to like chill out and whatever 
I'm like, yeah, I'll watch Pet Cemetery. Um, same thing with The Shining. Um, and those are those are two as well. Like when um, when I pass, like when I'm just like flicking through channels looking for something or whatever. If I pass either one of those, I'm stopping. I'm like, yep, here we yeah. go. Um, and uh, I, I was I was talking. We were talking about The Shining. Um, you know, being one of those that you'll just watch anytime. Like, yeah. Um, I, I meant to talk about it. Like it's kind of on that same level um, as like tombstone. Like <laughs> every, everyone loves tombstone. And if tombstone's on, you're going to freaking watch it. You've seen it 20 million times and you're still going to stop and watch it. If it's on TV. I mean, I um, haven't personally, but my dad definitely does. So I've seen many, 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 many minutes of that movie. Right. You haven't watched it all the way through? No, I got a little bit in. I'm not a huge Western fan, but that's one that I do want to finish because it's got so many actors in it that I love. Well, that's the thing, too. I, I'm not a huge Western fan either. Yeah. Um, but but I do want to watch it just because it's got, you know, Michael Bean from from Terminator, um, yeah. Val Kilmer, and, obviously. And aliens. Well, it's Val Kilmer's best role, too best thing he's ever done who in it from aliens michael bean oh that's right he is from aliens i totally forgot about that yep sorry he's, i had to uh, i had to think about that because when i go to aliens the first person that pops in my head is lance henrickson uh bishop yeah yeah and then bill paxton obviously yeah uh i think his name is is it hicks no, it's not Hicks. Maybe it is. Well, here, while anyway, you, while you uh, explain what your decision might be, I'm going to look up who that is, because now it's going to bother me yeah, what his character's yeah, name is. His character's name is. I, I don't think it's... Anyways. Um, but yeah, the only reason I, I, I referenced that was just because... Um, you had it right, by but, the way. He is uh, Dwayne Hicks. It is Hicks? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I didn't think that I would. Uh, yeah. No. In my up. in my head, Hicks is someone else too. I didn't think of Michael Bean. I thought that was someone else. But yeah. No. You're right. Yeah. I didn't think I would mess up some alien shit. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised if you did, because Alien is like one of your deepest loves. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the only reason I referenced it was just because it's one of those things that like. Uh, if it's uh, either one of them, Pet Cemetery or The Shining, if, if they're on, I'm gonna watch them. Oh yeah, uh, and and even still, like just kind of annually, it's like every couple of months or so. You you put like, it on yeah, anyway. Yeah, I haven't watched Shining in a little while. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Um, so I I I just rewatched The Shining not too long ago. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time to finally like sit down and watch it just cause I, you know how I am, but like yeah. I had been in the room with the shining playing and I'm probably the one that put it on there several times. And I always like was getting distracted by whoever I was talking to or hanging out. So I never mm -hmm. like, it went from start to finish in the background, but I never like watched it. 
sat and just watched it. Watched yeah, it. and it was the end of 2020 on uh, New Year's Eve where I finally sat down and watched it from front to back. And ever since then, I've watched it at least twice in 2021 and twice this year too. Pet well, Cemetery, movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pet Cemetery, I hadn't revisited in probably even longer, and right. I just revisited that um, maybe three, four months ago, and that one actually, like, because I had seen it before, because that was one of the movies you showed me uh, for the first time, and I and I remember loving it, but I just never like went back to it, and I revisited yeah. it or I revisited it and it actually surprised me again, like all over again, like how good it was to me. Right. And honestly, this might be horror blasphemy, but pet cemetery scares me more than the shining does. If I'm being honest with you, um, not, not just because of Zelda, but even though she is one of the most terrifying characters to ever appear in a horror movie, but, Something about Pet Cemetery is just also much like The Shining, very eerie and atmospheric, but also like there's a real emotional weight to it with what's going on with the family. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when the when the mom's explaining the guilt that she has with Zelda dying and like right. you know, freaking out on the bed. Uh Pet Cemetery just kind of for me personally carries a little more weight to me but i but yeah. again i do love the shining but i get just a little like the shining's like a a good like atmospheric movie but there's right, there's exactly. parts of it because it's so long that i kind of just listen to it but i'm not like fully like watching every frame you know what i mean yeah well and that's uh, well you'd need to watch every frame because there's something crazy oh i have before but like frame. after watching it a couple times right. you know it's uh, it becomes yeah. a comfort movie in a weird way you know yeah just like a background so um, out of these I, two it's difficult because like pet cemetery is more like in your face yeah definitely um, like outwardly and bluntly horror um for sure there are some like kind of psychological elements to it where um you know the dad just can't deal with his grief or his guilt yeah and everything like that um but uh the shining is definitely more very psychological there's it's not like super in your face until like you know maybe the last 20 minutes or so 20, yeah 30, 30 minutes, minutes or so where, basically yeah. once jack is stalking um wendy up the stairs and she swings at him with the baseball bat and locks him in the freezer yeah from then on out it's just right chaos it just goes off the rails yeah. yeah so of these two personally it's really difficult because i love both so much but of these two, I'd probably be more inclined to put on Pet Cemetery. Um, I would, I would be, I, I would say Pet Cemetery as well because it, it's, uh, you know, like you said, it's it's one that you would just like put on and, 
um, enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. But the sh- the Shining as well, because I do like movies that you kind of have to watch over and over and pick up on new stuff. Yeah, um, like like Fight Club or like American Psycho. Um, you know, it, even Inception. Um, it's like it, the the more you watch it, the more you pick up on. Yeah. Um, that you didn't notice on, you know, four previous watches. So I, I really like that kind of stuff. Cause oh, you yeah, get absolutely. like, you're, you're, you're sitting there watching it and like, you've seen it five times and then you're watching it again and you see just like this little tidbit and you're like, Oh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even recognize that. But, but one yeah, thing, I, I, but one I, thing you will catch on the first go around of the shining is a, um, Man in a dog costume giving another man a blowjob. Giving giving a dude a blowjob, just a little casual BJ dressed in a dog. Well, it's kind of is it a dog suit? It's, <laughs> I think it's like a it's like somewhat of a of a a bear and a dog. Yeah, yeah, and, and just you know, you know, just, just just chilling out, giving a casual BJ. And that's cool, Somebody man. Somebody walks by and he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> that's cool, man. Give me a speed day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> that's cool, man. Let, they're, they're doing their thing. They, they, got a, they got a real romance going on, and I, I'm all for it. So go yep. go, go do it. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, do they, what do they call them? Um, uh, uh, furries? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought of too. That, that's maybe that's maybe the first like furry on film. Maybe the yeah. only furry on. Film. Probably. <laughs> and you know what? Everybody no no king shaman. Everybody has their has their stuff, you know. You do you yeah. you do what makes you what makes you happy. <laughs> if it makes all, you feel good, do it. Yeah. No, all seriousness. What whatever you're into, go for it. Be be yourself, all right? <laughs> Do so, your thing, man. <laughs> do your thing. Be yourself. Absolutely, one hundred percent, wholeheartedly. I stand by that. Uh, but anyway, so Pet Cemetery advances, and the website is yeah. giving me some trouble, and the cover actually won't show up. So I'm actually going to keep uh, the results on a notepad just in case it glitches. But we're going to move on because we're we're doing it, cool. and we're killing it. Cool. Uh, Jason, the next one we have is the original Night of the Living Dead versus Alien from 1979. Ah, oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the answer um, that you're going to give though in my head is fairly obvious though, but I know how much you love the other one. They they're both so classic, man. Like they they yeah. they both like introduced their um Yeah, you have like the zombie movie and the sci-fi horror movie. Yeah, exactly. It's, they they both kind of led into they're they're not well the zombie movie uh, definitely not a living dead i would say is is like the original if it's not like the original it's the one that kind of blew up the genre oh absolutely like, like made it popular um because and i'm it's sure been, yeah and it's evolved over time like in the in the original in the original Night of the Living Dead, they're not like full on zombies as we know them yet with the rotting flesh. They're more like 
ghouls. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know them as zombies, and it's kind of just evolved over time. But it's like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, if we don't have that one, we don't have 28 weeks and 28 days later. True. Um, or the Dawn of the Dead remake, 28 days later. I meant to say not 28 days later. Um, and well, then with 28 days and 28 weeks were both really good. Yep. Um, I still need to see 28 days, but I love 28 weeks. And then, oh, if, you uh, like, if you like 28 weeks, man, like I know everybody says 28 days is way better. Yeah, it, it is. Um, but 28 weeks was, uh, one of those surprise A worthy sequel. Yeah. Because like it's 28 days was so good. And then when they put out 28 weeks, I was like, I was like, man, why, <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Because it's the first one's so good. And then I watched it and I was like, holy shit. This one's good too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then obviously we've got uh, Mr. Zack Snyder with the Dawn of the Dead remake, also one of the best zombie flicks. Oh, yeah. That one's amazing. That's, um, I think that's kind of the, f- at least the first one that I remember where the zombies ran. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think so. And then after that, we big- got quite a few of them. Yeah, they weren't just like meandering around all slow and shit. Like they were running fast. Yeah, like, and those ca- the zombies in the Dawn of the Dead remake are terrifying. Like the opening of that, where the woman wakes up uh, with her husband and the little girls in the doorway. Yeah, and the little girls in the hall. Yeah. And then she runs outside because her husband gets attacked, and then you just see all the devastation, and her dead husband chases her to the car. Yeah. Like terrifying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, but then on the flip side, you know, we look at Alien, and that gave us, like, and I know you're more the sci-fi horror guy than myself, but it definitely gave us Event Horizon. Yeah, well, yeah, and it was, um, you know, with with Night of Living Dead, um, like I said, I, I, I would consider that the first, like, zombie movie. Now, I'm sure there's some somebody out there that might even be listening that is going, no, there was a 1929. Yeah. Something from the fifties or the forties probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's like, no, you're wrong. But it's, Um, it's the one that put it on the map though. You know? Yeah. For me. Yeah. For me. It's like, it's like what we talked about with Blair Witch Project. Like, is it the first found footage movie? Technically no, but everybody knows Blair Witch. Like not many people know Cannibal Holocaust. Right, right. So technically, Blair Witch would be like the first found footage movie. So it's kind of it's kind of one of those. Yeah. Um, and then Alien, kind of coming off the tails of of Jaws, you know, it's got a very Jaws feel to it. But instead of in the water, we're in space. Yep. And good. Every time I think of Alien, though, my first thought goes to. I don't even remember which soldier it is, but the one that's crawling through the air ducts and his comrades are like telling him where the alien is. And he goes one way and they're like, no, not there the other way. And then the alien shrieks at him from the other side and it, and it cuts out. He just turns around and it's sitting right there and it kills him. I've seen, I've watched YouTube clips of people reacting to that jump scare for the first time. It scared the crap out of me. The first time I saw it, it's such a good, scare yeah it is it's a good jump scare so ridley scott ridley scott knocked it out of the park with this one 
Yeah, I've I've got to go. I've got to go. Alien. Same. Um, just because, again, I'm such a huge sci-fi horror fan that that's what like kind of k- kicked that genre off for me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've said it before. Like, there's, I mean, you know, there's a ton of zombie movies, but if you're if you're looking for some sci-fi horror, um, or you know, space horror, whatever you want to call it, like, there's there's not many out there. Like, there's a decent amount. Not that are on the caliber of Alien, no. W- Right, but that that like just kicked it off for me. So, yeah, yeah I got to go alien on that one. Unfortunately, um, ditto. E- even though, even though Dawn of the Dead, it's such a or uh, Night a, of Living Dead is a, such a classic. Yeah, it's a classic, and and it's got a lot of heart to it, and a lot of commentary. It's a very important movie, one of the most important movies for horror yeah. and non horror genres. So. Yeah, kind of, especially the original, like the first, um, one of the first uh, horror movies to have, um, a, you know, a black character is like the main role or kind of hero. Yeah. Uh, of the movie. So that was. And he was fantastic in this. Yeah. He is, that is one of the best performances in any movie is that main character. Yep, and they did so. a good job with the the '90s remake. Uh, the but Tony yeah, Tony Todd. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to watch that at some point. I can see Tony Todd doing a good job, but this uh, I feel so bad because yeah, I don't because I don't remember the actor's name off the top of my head. But he is phenomenal in Night of the Living Dead. So hard yeah, choice there, but I would also go Alien. So we'll just leave it at yeah. that. Um, Alien. <laughs> The next one we've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original versus Signs. Mm. We go in for watchability. Uh, depends on how you want to look at it. Now, again, I said this on last week's episode. I have not seen Signs in its entirety. Yeah. Um, I liked what I saw. But if I'm going to be honest, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is way more my speed of movie out of these two. Yeah, I mean, if we're going we're going off a of horror, I mean, because Signs, I don't really. You don't I think don't of really it as a full fledged horror movie? No, I don't. I was, um, was going to say M. Night Shyamalan always has this thing where like maybe aside from The Visit, all of his movies are like writing the line of horror but they're not fully in that genre like the sixth sense kind of the same thing yeah i would say like uh, um i guess the word that i would use is like spooky (laughs) yeah eerie (laughs) yeah like yeah it's it's you know it's got its moments and um, he's, he's pretty good with, uh, pulling out some jump scares. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and so I would, a lot of his movies and he's kind of, he's kind of steered away from that in recent because I, I had a, um, I had a hate relationship with him after, <laughs> after signs. Cause I was watching 
I was watching The Village because The Village was after signs. Yeah. Um, now remind me, did you like The Village or no? It, it, no, because okay. Well, because I just I rewatched it, it not too long ago. Someone, my mom actually, I kind of tried to sell that one to her because I thought it was horror light and I thought it might be kind of just an easy period piece type thing to watch. Right. And I held it in way higher regard than I than I realized it needed to be. Cause when I saw it in 2004 or five or something with a friend, when I was in like middle school, I was like, this is amazing. And now right. I'm just like, eh, there's like, there's good parts of it, but it's not the mind blowing movie that I thought it was. And lady in the water is most certainly not. <laughs> oh, good God. No. <laughs> and um, then after that, we got a movie that I love, but I fully recognize that it's a bad movie. The happening. <laughs> it's yeah, so dumb I'm, I'm but i still, love it i'm still totally on the fence with the happening um, well then can we at least agree that it was better than what came next because after that he did last airbender uh well yeah <laughs> and, and well last airbender I, I wouldn't even consider part of his uh part of his m- movie <laughs> library because it was just I, I, I don't know yeah i don't even um, like that i don't even like the show the last avatar the last airbender and i was offended by right. how bad that movie was and yeah, then yeah, uh I, like i never watched the show either even though i have a lot of friends that are like oh my god you have to watch airbender no and yeah i, I could like, i could yeah. never get into it i just avatar the last airbender is not for me and then but that movie was atrocious yeah, um, and then after that, he did one that I actually have not seen. Um, after Earth, with yeah, Will after, Smith and with Will Smith and his what? son Jaden. Yeah, I actually, um, I was flipping through channels the other day, and and that was on, and that one, that one's not bad. Um, You're the first person I've heard say that. Most other people I talked to hated it, <laughs> so I stayed away from it. No, it's it's not that bad. Um, well, and before I before I hit that, like, because you know, not a horror movie, really, but um, the village. I feel like if I had watched the village as like M Night's first movie, yeah, like I'd never seen any other M Night movie. Had I watched the village, I probably would have dug on it pretty hard. Yeah, but before uh, that, he had kind of a one-two-three punch with most people. He had The Sixth Sense, and then Unbreakable, and then he went into Signs, and then The Village came out. Yeah, and and the reason that I say that is because at at the time, or when The Village came out, it was he had like this formula where it was like, okay, there's going to be some twists that you don't see coming. Yeah, but at that point you're waiting for the twist. Yeah, pretty um, much. Or, or just even in in the village, as soon as the I mean, even before the movie started, I'm I'm looking around and I'm going, okay, so what's the deal here? Like, yeah, exactly. You, you know, you know, there's something else going on <laughs> than what they're telling you. Yeah, and within, I mean, if nobody's seen the village, I guess. Well, it's 20 years old, so screw uh, yeah, you. Yeah, we're two years. It's 18 years old. We're two <laughs> years away from the 20 year anniversary. Go ahead and give away the ending. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, so, you know, you're sitting there, like, within, I guess I was 10 minutes in, and I actually saw that movie with your sister, and, like, within 10 minutes, yeah, within, like, 10 minutes, I, like, I leaned over to your sister, and I was, like, I was, like, it's modern day, and she was, like, what? (laughs) She was like, what? I was like, it's modern day. Like, they're not, it's not the 1700s or whatever. It's yeah. modern what day. A, what a strange choice for that. And I feel like that's what really kills the movie or makes the movie for a lot of people. Is like, if you right. watch it and you enjoy part of the like horror-esque stuff that's there, the right. ending's either going to kill it or it's going to make you love it. And I just kind of feel mediocre towards that twist now. I just feel like I've seen twists like that too many times now. Well, and he he tried to double twist it because first you had the the monsters in the woods, and you find out, and that you find out not, it's Adrian Brody. They're not real, yeah. And then also, you know, you find out that it's modern day. So I was I was like looking for it, and like within the first ten minutes, and then you know, kind of when the end hit, I was like, I've fucking knew it (laughs) (laughs) but i gotta say man if he wanted to dip his toes into more straight horror stuff um i do love split and glass and old was old old was fine old was decent it was it was okay i didn't hate my experience watching it and i've seen it twice if that tells you anything but i gotta say if if he wanted to run with more horror comedy like straight horror comedy or horror he kind of could because he knocked it out of the park with the visit yeah, the visit was good. And I won't give anything away about that one if people haven't seen it cuz that twist like blew my mind when I saw it. Yeah, that and one's it a is bit terrifying. So maybe we'll discuss that on the show one day cuz I I love the visit. I think it's super underrated. All right, we got totally totally sidetracked. Oh, no so. worries. <laughs> so are we going are we going Texas Chainsaw Massacre on this cuz I had no idea where we ended up. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw or um, or signs. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, uh, as far as horror, definitely. Um, okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Texas then? Texas Chainsaw, yeah, because like I said, I, I, I don't really... Consi- yeah, I'm right really there with you. Signs as a horror movie. It's it's like a thriller, and it's good. Um, but with, with some horror-leaning moments in it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, well, uh, it's just got some jump scares in it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not really like a horror movie, so yeah, Agreed. I'm definitely going Texas. Perfect, and nothing more to say with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a it's a classic. Um, yeah, and uh, and we've we've talked about it a couple of times. Um, yeah, just kind of our favorite scenes and stuff. And, yep, and I'm sure we'll talk about it even more uh, on on I'm the upcoming sure episodes. <laughs> so. Uh, sure but we'll we move will. on. Uh, oh crap! Because we might hit something with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I will love doing that. I, if anybody doesn't know what he's talking about, he is talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. I love that movie. <laughs> which which one was that? Was it three, four, four? It's, well, and uh, it's Matthew McConaughey it's, and Renee Zellweger. That's what I was gonna say. I thought Ren, uh, Renee Zellweger was in that. Too. It's yep. so funny. <laughs> it, is. it is such a make no sense but also give no shits sequel and yeah. I, i'll i love anything matthew mcconaughey does so if we ever do an episode on that that'll be a great time 
So, yeah, I think um, as far as because uh, there's some really jokey stuff in that series, um, and uh, number two, um, my and favorite the one, one with, yeah, two, and then the one with uh, McConaughey, like those those two are just so ridiculous. Like, yeah, but two is like amazing though. Like four is like a bad movie. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Two, I genuinely think, is just a great '80s movie. Who is um, who is the DJ in that? Isn't it somebody like the the, guy, the girl or the guy? No, the the. I think it's a guy that's at the radio station because a lot of it takes place. Well, the main girl is the radio host. Her name is Stretch. Uh huh. Um. And she has a, a like a partner there named LG. Okay. Um, I'm not entirely sure who. Let me see who plays him real quick. Who they are? I just it's I just Ca- remember Caroline the- Caroline Williams plays Stretch, the main girl. Um, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two has Bill Mosley, Caroline Williams. She's in I think Leprechaun Three. Is what the oh, other okay. is the other thing I know her from? Uh, what is this guy's name? I know his name's LG. I just can't remember what. Because Dennis Hopper's in here too. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think I think I think, I think his name's LG. Let me see. Chop top, Leatherface, Grandpa. Oh I yeah, LG remember. Peters. It's uh, Lou Perry. Hmm. Okay. So it looks like uh looks like he has small roles in like the Blues Brothers, Poltergeist, and stuff um, like that. Who in Poltergeist? Um, let's see real quick. Uh Pugsley. Hmm. It's been a while since I've seen Poltergeist, so I'm not entirely sure who that is. Say if he's one of the like paranormal investigators or anything like that. Uh, possibly. It's uh, Lou P- Pugsley. I don't remember this at all. That's why I'm so excited to see Poltergeist in uh, in the theaters this coming month because I have not seen it in a while. Yeah, Mister and Mrs. J want to go with this too. So sweet. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. J, yes. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it looks like he's one of the paranormal investigators. Okay. Yeah, not super important. I just I just remember the um the radio host or the DJ is yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Being a big part of it and I thought that one of them was somebody um pretty prevalent, but I couldn't remember. Cool. Yeah, no, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, good one. And qu- other quick tangent yeah. before we move on. Have you seen the new one yet? The one on um, Netflix? No, that's the one on Netflix. No, I need to watch that one. It's it's pretty decent. It's a lot of fun, actually. It's not like anything mind-blowing, because you know what to expect at this point with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, but it's a right. good one. It's a fun one. Is it like is it like sequel style, or is it like yes, kind of the origin? No, it's a sequel. It's in that same vein as Halloween 2018 where it erases all of the other sequels and it's supposed to be a direct sequel oh, to the okay. original. Oh, okay, cool. So, 
But yeah, gotcha. So Texas Chainsaw okay. Massacre so we advances. Uh, yep. So we went massacre. Yep. We'll keep trucking along so we don't run out of storage. We've got like a capacity of two hours, so we should be able to get through this. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got Scream versus Halloween. Halloween. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Scream. I do love you, but it, yeah. Um, I I will give them both credit though. Um. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're both kind of like Halloween is kind of the birth of the slasher film. For the most part, um, yes. There there was a few select ones. Like most people look at the original Psycho as like the original slasher or um, what's that other one called? Peeping Tom is sometimes yeah. viewed as a slasher. But even if you go into the 70s, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre isn't really a slasher, but the original Black Christmas is. Right. Well, for for like um for like exposure or kind of like going going big on the slasher. Oh, Halloween, like yeah. It's, it's like when Halloween and Friday the 13th came out, those two were kind of like the birth of the, the big two, yeah. Yeah, the like late seventies, you know, early eighties, like slasher thing. Yeah, and um, but they were by the time they got to nineteen eighty, like Halloween had just started such a a major trend that like there were so many slashers that came out right in and the, then, in just that span of two years. Right, and then you have Scream. You know, fast forward, you know, twenty years later or whatever. Yeah, just about just about twenty years later from Halloween, and it was like the rebirth or the like slasher for the new kind of era, you know, like yeah. Even one of the Halloween sequels was kind of influenced by Scream with uh, Halloween H two O. Uh, yeah, that's scary. got a Scream feel to it. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, um, Scream Scream is a great one. It's definitely the like most well done like meta slasher yeah but yeah if, if you're telling me i gotta choose i'm def i'm definitely going halloween on that one which uh, yeah absolutely one thing i always love about halloween and it's funny i brought up black christmas because i didn't plan to say this but i love that i don't know if you've heard this before but as i understand it john carpenter was a big fan or is a big fan of the original black christmas and oh, okay. black christmas actually is kind of what gave birth to the idea for Halloween. Oh, okay. Because Black Christmas was 1974, uh, the same year as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I guess John Carpenter, I think the director's name is Bob Clark, who did um, Black Christmas in 1974. And John Carpenter talked to him and said, dude, Black Christmas was awesome. Would you ever do a sequel? And the guy said, if I ever did one, it would be that because if you remember Black Christmas, the original, they don't catch the killer. We don't even see his face ever. Right. And it's one of the best endings ever because it's terrifying to think about that. But he said yeah. that if he ever did a sequel, that it would be that they caught Billy the killer and he was taken away. But then he busts out of an insane asylum on Halloween and kills babysitters. And, and John Carpenter was like, well, that sounds like an awesome idea. And then the guy wasn't <laughs> going to do a sequel. So that's where Halloween came from. <laughs> and speaking speaking of Halloween endings, uh, 
you know, the intro to Halloween two or the Rob Zombie one, yep. um, you know, kind of shows you kind of the last few minutes of the first uh, one, the first one. Yeah. And when Lori blows, uh, Myers head off, man, that yep. seemed like brutal. So much like, blood. Yeah. And it like sprays all over. Yeah. And she's just, sitting there screaming yeah just like, oh. yeah like, all the such a good ending. all the love in the world to uh scout taylor compton she i met her earlier this year she is a sweetheart and she is phenomenal in those movies so and she's freaking banging <laughs> yes very much so <laughs> so uh but yeah, so we'll we'll head on. Actually, she has another movie that just came out this year that I really want to see. I don't know if you've heard about it, The Long Night. Have you the heard Long about this? Night? Yeah, have you heard about this? It's like a cult, like a cult uh, movie. Yeah, I feel like I've passed it on one of the streaming services. I think it went to Shutter. Okay, so it's like uh, it's it, like a yeah. couple on a romantic getaway, and they end up being stalked by some kind of cult. Okay, yeah, I'll have to look at I feel like I've passed it or just seen like the cover art for it. Yeah, so. that looks pretty solid. And I've seen a up. lot of people on Instagram talking about how good it is. So I definitely want to check that out. And I'm sure she's incredible in it. So, but uh, nice. we'll, that, we'll save that for another, another time. Uh, Jason, this is the one I said that would probably break you. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to leave this decision entirely up to you because I like both and I don't know what to do. And these okay. are these are your movies, <laughs> so because we have brace yourself, the original Evil Dead versus Poltergeist. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm throwing this entirely See, to you, I my friend. Even, I, I can't even do watchability on that because because again, you've seen I, so you've seen them so many times. Uh, yeah, because either one. I'll go ahead and have the coin flip up in case you <laughs> can't make a decision. Yeah, I mean, either one, like, if I see them on, I'm going to watch them for sure. Like, so watchability doesn't even come into it. No, um, and you love both of these, as do I. You love both of these, like, about the same. Like, yeah. the hours you and I have spent talking horror movies over the years, these are probably the two movies that have come up the most. Yeah. Very true. Um, Side note: Which one did you see first, Evil Dead or or? Uh, sorry, I almost said Hereditary because I see the cover on there. Evil uh, Dead or Poltergeist? Which one did you see first? I I believe Evil Dead. Okay. If yeah, because Evil Dead, like. Um, you know, I've told the story about me hanging out with my friends and just yep, like and you, your buddy brought over a movie and all day. that's yeah. when you saw Evil Dead. Yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking Evil Dead I saw first because okay. I I can I can remember you know a few movies that were kind of my intros which we've talked sure. about. So and I think both of these the came thing. up. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, definitely Texas Chainsaw was one, and then Evil Actually, Dead was one. I think one. the four big ones you talked about have appeared on this bracket war. Texas Chainsaw, Alien, yeah. Poltergeist, 
and oh. Evil Dead and The Exorcist. Yeah. So uh Yeah, so I I think I think that I saw Evil Dead first. Okay. Um and then I don't know. They're so different because they are uh, very different. Evil Dead is like just going for straight like camp, camp and gore fest. Well, I mean, they weren't originally going for camp, but well, I mean, there was um, elements of it, maybe unintentionally, but there was elements of it because of the right, bu- because but, of the low budget and stuff. So right, but that's what they rolled into. Um, Thank God they did. And even the first one, you know, they they weren't necessarily trying to do camp, but it, it just was what it was. Yeah, and, um, and the thing about Poltergeist is that, though it's not in my top favorite horror movies, it is a fantastic one. And also, you think of, like, early 80s movies, and they're, like, usually pretty cheesy anyway. Poltergeist was just kind of one that was always a cut above the rest. Do you know what I mean? Like it well, was, yeah, it, it was, was a, just, it was, a, it was, it was better made. And I realized it had a bigger budget and also, you know, Toby Hooper directed it, but you know, there's the whole, like, did Steven Spielberg really direct it? Um, but either way, he definitely had a, a big hand in it. Oh yeah. He was, he was majorly involved. Yeah. Um, but and, you look, you look at it like, it's forced not even just for the directors, but like the way it's set up, the story, it was always just one of those ones that was already like miles ahead quality wise and just being a movie wise. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the other thing too. Like you, like you said, it, it was a big budget film. Um, and Steven Spielberg highly involved in whatever capacity. Yeah. Um, and for them, they even it, it it's kind of a family film. A little bit, yeah. Honest. It's very fantastical. Yeah, and it's not like because um, like the girls have watched it, and there's like these. There's a couple of scenes that are pretty, like, intense, but yeah. it's, it's it's not. To the, yeah, it's, it's not, not overwhelming. To the point where it's yeah, it's overwhelming. It's it's like it's kind of like it's just scary enough. Yeah, it's like a little bit more serious and scary than Ghostbusters, but right. not quite to the effect of like you know, whatever, like not quite to the effect of like Amityville horror. Right. Or the exorcist, obviously. Um, yeah, but there's such good things about both. So I don't know, man, this is why I'm throwing it to you. Which, which one are you going to put through on this one? And I got the coin flip up. If you need to, (laughs) if you need a third party, Just, just because um, Poltergeist is so dynamic and interesting in a lot of different ways, I'm gonna have to go Poltergeist. Okay, fair enough. It's sorry, the, sorry, it, Evil Dead. Yeah, and I, I love <laughs> Evil Dead, but um, it's you know, Poltergeist is just an interesting movie. Yeah, um, and. 
there's there's a lot of fun things in poltergeist because um uh just <clears throat> kind of some fun little facts um you know of course uh george lucas and uh steven spielberg are uh you know buddies yeah um and throughout poltergeist there's all these star wars references oh see um, i didn't catch that on the first go around i'll definitely have to go back and yeah and watch um, it again and catch that i did yeah, check like, by the way this movie is coming back to theaters this month in september so definitely yeah, yeah, I know. definitely I, looking I asked, forward to seeing that yeah i asked mr j and mrs j if they want to come and i think they want to come oh too, that's right so. you said that yeah no that'll be yeah. a, that'll be a party for sure so yeah well, well no, it's 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 cool there's um like in in the son's bedroom um he's got star wars curtains um on his window which i actually oh, have no way curtain. yeah i actually have those curtains <laughs> i forgot that yeah by 1982 star wars the original trilogy was already about to wrap up the next year yeah um empire was already out yep empire um, was two years prior because i think this was 82 yeah and, and then, then return of the jedi was going to be the next year Yep, and then there's like a, a scene where uh, the kid's in bed and he just like turns over and he's got a Boba Fett figure like in his mouth. He's like chewing on the foot of it. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, just like if you look throughout like the whole movie, like there's just all these little. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take Star Wars references all day, so. Yeah, kind of the same thing too. Like, um, have you ever noticed in? Um, I don't know that you're not like really a big Indiana Jones fan, are you? Um, I wouldn't say I'm like a crazy fan about it, but I've seen three of the four movies. The other one, the last one, I'm I a, I'm assuming the fourth is the newest one that you haven't seen. <laughs> You're going to kill me, but no. Unfortunately, no, that's okay. the one I have seen. The one I have not seen all the way through is Last Crusade. Oh, God damn it, man. That's the best one. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I know a lot of people shit on it, but I really do love Temple of Doom. Oh, I love Temple of Doom, too. But um, I, I will get around to seeing Last Crusade for sure. But no, I, I would consider myself... Uh, I won't watch it like all the time, but I consider right. myself a pretty decent fan of of indiana jones well the yeah just the reason that i bring it up is like same thing with like poltergeist having all the star wars references in yep. it. um when in the first indiana jones when they go to find the ark or they're in like the the temple where the ark is in there's all these hieroglyphics on the wall and all the hieroglyphics are Star Wars stuff. It's like mm. C-3PO and R2-D2. And like, unless you pay attention and look in the background, you can't see it. But Gotcha. Um, That's cool. No, yeah, it's just cool where uh, Spielberg and Lucas like throw in their own little... Yeah, oh, oh, I always forget. Yeah, I always forget that George Lucas is involved with Indiana Jones for some reason. Yeah, because yeah, it's Lucas Films. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, good stuff there too. I I do need to get back around to watching Last Crusade because it what I saw was great. I just 
was watching it in like high school and I just never finished it for some reason. Yeah, it's fantastic. But movie. yes, I did sit through Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> but we won't, we won't talk about that. Yeah. But uh too traumatic. Uh but let's move on. So Poltergeist Advances. Uh the next one we've got the original Child's Play versus the original Friday the 13th. Uh Friday the 13th definitely. Same, um, but this is a bit of a tricky one because I really wish that it was one of the other Friday the 13th. Because this one, right. I do like the original, but it's far from my favorite in the franchise. Yeah, because it's not like the franchise, especially with like Jason, didn't take off until they introduced Jason. Yeah, um, and part two is good. Part three, yeah. Part four, pretty decent, but honestly, uh, Friday the 13th, part five, A New Beginning is my favorite, and Jason's not even really in it. <laughs> it's someone yeah. pretending to be Jason. Yeah. But that one's a lot. The thing about a lot of franchises, like, sometimes it's, the most common thing is that the original's the best, and then, like, the sequels, like, get worse. Right. Friday the 13th, I actually think it's the other way around for the most part, where the sequels actually made it better. Right. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's some bad ones in there. Jason Takes Manhattan was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, except for the boxing sequence on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that move, I remember watching that late at night because I was watching all the Friday the 13th from front to back. And... That movie was so boring, and then the dude decides to box Jason on the roof, and until he who gets was, so tired that Jason just like sucker punches his head off. Who was who was he boxing against? Because it was somebody. Who was Jason was, boxing against? Yeah, because it was somebody like pretty famous. Uh, let's find out. I could be wrong, but I, I thought I remembered it being like a well-known boxer. Who was boxing? I know it wasn't like I know it wasn't like Mike Tyson or anything like that. But Vincent Craig Dupree. Vincent Craig Dupree. Never heard what? of him. Maybe he doesn't. I'm, also, I'm realizing I don't think Jason sucker punches his head off. I think I'm thinking of like killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember that Jason like just straight wrecks him after he gets tired. Um check him uh check him and see if uh he's a boxer. Vincent Craig Dupree. Let's see. Um I can't tell if he's a boxer, but he definitely has some, like, action-y movies under his belt. What's he got? Um, he's got um, South Central, Martial Law, Reckless Kelly, Dutch, American Drive-In, some other ones... And hmm. maybe not action movies because I haven't seen any of these, but right, I haven't either. For some reason, I thought it was it, he was he might he might like, be, but it, I can't find too much about him. Yeah, I thought he was well known boxer. I could I could be wrong about that, but yeah. 
but he's fantastic in there. He's the highlight of Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, the original Child's Play just kind of... Child's Play's never really done that much for me anyway, aside from the remake. Um, mm-hmm. But I but I do want to check out the Chucky TV series. And I've heard the sequels get better, so it might be the same as Friday the 13th, but the original just kind of never did anything for me. Yeah, it it does get better. Um, I've heard a lot of people say Child's Play 2 was one of the best ones, if not the best one. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because then I know a lot of people really like like Curse of Chucky and Bride of Chucky and stuff like that. Yeah, and those are those are complete um just comedies basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, we'll put yeah, So I this think, is I mean, I'm I'm with you like I mean, I always enjoyed the Chucky's, but like the Chucky's have always been like a laugh for me and just like Yeah. But we'll like Yeah, no no shit on Child's Play. I don't hate it. I just there's other movies I'd put on before this one, but yeah, Chucky absolutely. Chucky's an important slasher and it's an important movie, iconic, but if you're going to ask me which one I'd rather watch, even though this isn't my favorite Friday the 13th, I would go uh, Friday the 13th on this one. Well, you know my favorite Friday the 13th, right? Jason X? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what I was talking about. The sequel's getting better. Freaking love that one, man. Yeah, that one so is... Good amazing well and watching it recently too like i i forgot how much it looks like a um like a sci-fi movie like yeah i almost i almost brought up jason x earlier when we were talking about sci-fi horror yeah like it's like it looks like a sci-fi channel movie (laughs) oh the special effects are so bad yeah they're terrible and like even even like the sets and stuff like look like look like Star Trek from you know <laughs> the 60s or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, Jason X is awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we'll 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 just uh, yeah we'll, we'll put we'll Friday the Thirteenth definitely Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, this next one ought to be interesting because Mr. Shyamalan is back, and we've got. The Sixth Sense versus the Babadook. Yikes! <laughs> I never would pit those movies together ever. Yeah, and they're they're kind of in this. They're actually in the same vein, like kind of yeah, family drama. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one for me because I don't have nostalgia for for the Sixth Sense. I didn't see it until way later. Right. Um, but the Babadook, as good as it is and as scary as it is, it's not a go-to <laughs> choice for me because it is so depressing. It's up there with Hereditary, but it's so good. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, Babadook but it, but is... A, yeah. It's, um, it is very depressing. Um, yeah, and even though I don't have nostalgia for The Sixth Sense, it is a very good movie. Absolutely. I mean, probably Shyamalan's best twist, one of Bruce Willis's best roles. Um, definitely scary too, and it's got Tony Collette in here. Um, and it's kind of fucked up too with the one like mother like making the child sick. 
and they show yeah. it like on the nanny cam at the party or yeah. whatever. Yeah, the the mom that's uh, got Munchausen syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with all that in mind, I'm gonna go. It was six cents or what? And, and the Baba Duke. Yeah, I'm gonna go six cents. Same. Six cents. I do like the I mean, Baba Duke though. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, just um. Not even nostalgia wise. I like the movie was just so well put together, and even with the um, even with the twist at the end, you know, finding out he's dead and everything. Yeah. Like, well, this is um, one of those crossover movies that might not be full fledged horror, but it brought a lot of people over to this type of of thriller slash yeah, horror movie there's a there's a lot of good jump scares and then yeah the um, ghosts the ghosts are scary man i feel bad for Haley joe osmond in this yeah and especially um there's the one scene where um Haley joel osmond has just finished his like little school play or whatever yep and he's talking to bruce willis about it Mm-hmm. And they're having this they're having this whole conversation and then when Bruce Willis walks off like the the camera pulls back and you just see all these people um hung. Yeah, that's right. Or like Yeah, no, there's some scary like, stuff Whoa. in here, man. Yeah, like they're having this whole conversation and this whole conversation like Haley Joel Osmond is is you know being cool and just like he's excited and he's talking about his play and then it screens back and you see that and you're like what the fuck like they were just having this whole conversation (laughs) meanwhile like he's seeing like all these dead people just like hanging in the rafters it's like whoa dude yeah (laughs) yeah no it's good stuff and i remember this trailer so vividly and Definitely hearing kids at my school who couldn't even see the movie yet doing, I see dead people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, but The Sixth Sense is just a great movie. Probably M. Night Shyamalan's, like, finest achievement. Yeah, probably. But um, I do but I do really love Split. Yeah, I like Split as and well. And Unbreakable and Glass. I love that trilogy as a whole. But this is this is definitely top tier for me. So. Yeah, yeah. I but think, but again, Baba Duke is great. Just just not something I'd yeah, watch absolutely. over and over again. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, but it's it's one of those like you said. It's um, Baba Duke is very like depressing. Yeah. Um, same thing as like Hereditary. Um, Midsummer. The, yeah. Well. Um, Midsummer is too, but Hereditary, like it's more than um, more than like the demons and and stuff like that, or the followers that you see in the background, like the mom's like grief when her daughter dies oh, and stuff like dude. that. It's I'm, just that so is, real. Yeah, like, I saw that in the theaters, and man, that that screaming could shut yeah. the whole theater up, and especially we're not spoiling anything here. Everybody knows this about hereditary. There's memes all over the internet. Charlie's decapitation in hereditary. Like yeah. my, 
when I saw that for the first time, and I'm sure it was the same with you, like my jaw was on the floor. Yep. When I realized what happened. Yeah. I was like, did she just lose her head? Like initially though, I thought she broke her neck. Right. And I was like, did she just lose her head because of getting, getting ran into the pole? Yep. You're like, what? Yeah. And then, and then they show it to you later on. Yeah. And yeah. And, but then even still like that scene where the son is arguing with the mom at the dinner table, like we've all had fights like that. Yeah. So yeah, very real stuff. And the Babadook, you know, it's about loss and grief and we can all relate to that in some way. Absolutely. Yep. So, but anyway, six cents advances. Um, I won't fight you too much on this one because I know where you're going to go. But I got love for both of them. We've got The Exorcist versus Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Um, Exorcist, just because it's scary as shit. Agreed. Um, Again, not. (laughs) I'd probably put on Nightmare on Elm Street more often than Exorcist, but Exorcist is, again, scary as crap. One of the most important horror movies ever made. Yeah. Um... And just a, just an all-around outstanding film. Now, I know I said before that... So, I read the book of The Exorcist about six years ago. Right. And, and I did that because one of my favorite bands, Ice Nine Kills, who's known for doing horror, horror songs now and horror albums, right. did a song about The Exorcist on their album where every song was based off, the, off a book. And they did a song about The Exorcist. And I was like, I didn't know The Exorcist was a book. So I picked it up and I read it and the book scared the shit out of me. Oh yeah. And then I watched the movie and I was kind of let down by it because the book had scared me so badly. And the exorcist is very slow at points. It's a seventies movie and it's early seventies too. Like this is pre Texas chainsaw massacre. Um, but it just lasts, um, maybe 30, 40 minutes until it like really picks up. But even still, though, you can't deny that it is one of the scariest movies ever made. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and I've even said before, um, probably on the podcast, too, that that's one of those that, um, I mean, now I can watch it by myself. But as a kid, though, that yeah, I mean, that's only recent. Like, I, you know, even... Even in my high school years, college, like I wouldn't sit down and watch that shit by myself. No, no and way. I avoided this movie for a long time when I was getting into horror because I was like, "Nah, this is one of the ones that's just too scary for me." Um, yeah, and, and, it, and it is. Even, I don't even remember the first time that I saw it. To be honest, um, I I was probably probably somewhere in high school, but I remember that it just scared the living piss out of me. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's definitely scary. Linda Blair, outstanding actress in this. And again, just very like real and disturbing to me. Although I will, I will say there's one scene in this movie that I find slightly hysterical and dated. And it might be because of a YouTube comment. It's when the older priest that the young one has brought in to fight the demon. And he comes back in and the old priest has died and demon Reagan is just laughing. Yeah. 
And he looks up at her and goes, you son of a bitch, and just grabs her, and you hear the demon grunting, and he just starts, like, punching her. Yeah. (laughs) There's something kind of hysterical to me about that. Like, I kind of have a hard time taking that seriously, but I think it's partially because of a YouTube comment that I can't get out of my head where I was watching that clip, and someone said, like, apparently you don't need an exorcism to get a demon out. You just need to beat the shit out of it. (laughs) Beat the shit out of them. (laughs) (laughs) So that's probably, like... The one moment where my suspense breaks, but no, it's it's one of the... If you see any horror movies in your life, it's one you have to see. So I love Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Freddy Krueger, but Exorcist for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's circle back around to these... Uh, would this be the semifinals? No, this is like semi-semifinals. Okay. Uh, so now we've got... Circling back around, Pet Cemetery again versus Alien. Shit, this is going to get harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I still have to go Alien, man. Yeah, uh, it, me it too. Just... That pains me to say, but I it's Alien, man. Like, there's not much to say. Well, yeah, and I mean, there's... There's so much cool stuff about that movie, and Ridley Scott's such a great director... Um, yeah, and, and and side note, what are what are some other movies of Ridley Scott that you really love? Because I know I've got um at least one off the top of my head, but I know there's more. Um, I really liked, and I know people complain about it being inaccurate or whatever, but I really enjoyed um, Exodus: Gods and Kings. Uh, yeah, I actually like that too. Um, I've actually got that on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's um, a good one. Yeah, a lot of people complained about it, and there was all this talk about, um, you know, Christian Bale playing a Jew, and like there, there weren't like racial accurate um, people playing the roles or whatever, but. Yeah. Um but no. Um I liked it, but um we've also got all, we got that one. We've got and not to step on your toes, just the other one that I was trying to think of before um was The Martian and uh Kingdom of Heaven. Yep. Um you also got Gladiator. Yep. Um which Gladiator is fantastic. Um, and then he also did, um, um, so later alien franchise. So he did Prometheus. That's right. Um, and and did he direct alien. alien covenant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, um, what? R- wait, hold on. I just had something up. Ridley Scott directed Hannibal. Yes. Wow. I did not know that. Yep. Holy shit, man. I might have to go... Because he didn't direct the first one, right? Does he uh, didn't, he didn't, the Lambs? Yeah, he didn't direct that, did he? No, I don't think so. Okay, no. Jonathan Demi, looks like, is the director of that. That's cr- I did not know that, that he directed yeah, Hannibal. Up, yeah, just pull up Ridley Scott real quick. Yep, I got him. <clears throat> so we've got... Uh, I'll just read through these real quick. Um, yeah. And this is, I think this is just, yeah, these are just directing jobs. Yeah. The Duelists, Alien, Blade Runner, 
Oh, he did. Yep, do, he I forgot did, about Blade Runner. Yep, and he did do Legend. I forgot about that one. The one with Tim Curry and Tom Cruise. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Someone to watch over me. Black Rain. Thelma and Louise. Fourteen ninety two. Yeah. Conquest of Paradise. Uh, White Squall. GI Jane. Gladi- oh wow. Yeah, Gladiator, Hannibal, Black Hawk Down, Matchstick Men, Kingdom of Heaven, A Good Year, American Gangster, Body of Lies, Robin Hood with um, Russell Crowe. Ew, I hated that one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see that in theaters with like my brother or something? Um... No, I believe I believe I watched that with your sister and okay. I, fell, I totally fell asleep in the middle of it. I didn't like it. <laughs> Maybe my brother just saw it with someone and I thought that Oh, I totally yeah. skipped one. He just directed one that I loved from last year, but I'll get to that in a second. Prometheus, The Counselor, Exodus Gods and Kings, The Martian, Alien Covenant, All the Money in the World. Yeah. I loved The Last Duel. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I liked it a lot, too. That was too. great. It um, was. Apparently, he directed House of Gucci as well. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I wanted to see that, because that's got a lot of people in it. And mostly, I just love anything anything that um, Jared Leto does. Yeah, like I like Leto, too. But it's got Al Pacino, Selma Hayek, well, Jeremy Irons, well, Adam Driver, Lady Gaga... We'll we'll pretend that Leto didn't play the Joker, but other than that, I thought you liked his version of the Joker, man. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> okay, we'll save that if we ever do a comic book and like superhero movie podcast or something. I'd have to start reading more comic books to do that. We'll yeah. save that for another conversation. I I don't hate his version of the Joker though. I I actually kind of enjoyed it for what he was given to do, which was very much nothing. I mean, it could it could have been worse. Yeah. Um, but I just... What they were trying to do was uh, the Dark Knight Returns version of the Joker where he was kind of more like of a, a monster. Gangster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was kind of more of a gangster than than uh, anything. Like, I Listen, I don't hate the first Suicide Squad, but now that we have the Suicide Squad, I don't need the first one anymore. because the new one was so much better it was it was really good but yeah and it was james it was james gunn too which you you can't can't go wrong which side note i think he just produced this one or wrote it or something but there's a movie of his that is very much a horror movie meets superhero that we will absolutely talk about because i loved it brightburn Oh God, yes. Yeah, he didn't direct love it, but he produ- but he produced it, and I love that movie, and it is very much a horror movie. So we will absolutely talk about that one of these days, because it is brutal. Hmm. I mean the the jaw slammed on the steering wheel, so good. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. James Gunn is the man, but um. Anywho, so we said Alien Advances, and that's really yep. Scott's little history lesson there from us. Uh, let's circle back around. Yeah, fun, fun fact, his brother, Tony... Ta- uh, I about said Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Didn't Tony know that Scott. one. <laughs> uh, his brother, Tony Scott, he did a lot of great movies, too. Oh, Ridley Scott. Sorry, I thought you were still talking about James Gunn. I was like, wait, what? No, no, no. Ridley Scott and then his brother, Tony Scott, um, did a lot of great movies, too. Okay. And slight um, tangent, I don't think Ridley Scott directed this, but is it his son? He produced it, and is it his son? That Yeah, th- it's his son. Did you ever watch uh, that movie Morgan? It's like um, a it's like a science fiction like thriller with Anya Taylor Joy and Kate Mara, where Morgan's like a uh, not an android, but like a a being that they keep kind of locked up. Uh, and they bring in Kate Kate Mara to like study her. I feel like I have. Yeah. So Ridley Scott didn't direct it, but his son did and Ridley produced it. Um, so if you've not seen that, it was very much an underrated movie from 2016. So who else is in it or who are the actors in it? Kate Mara, Anya Taylor, joy, Toby Jones, um, Paul Giamatti. Uh, I don't, I feel like I've seen it, but I'll have to pull it back up. Yeah, dude, if you, I feel like we probably talked about it. Jennifer Jason Lee's in it as well. Um, yeah, if you've not seen this, this is, it's very good. Brian Cox is in there too. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. You should definitely check that out if you haven't seen it or just revisit it if you have, cause it's good. Um, but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll move on. So alien advances fucking shit. This one's going to be tough. Oh, Jason, we've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Halloween. Why do they love to throw the, chain, the Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> Against the everything. toughest ones. Well, no, not the toughest oh. ones, but... Uh, well, I mean... I, <laughs> going, going off of what's... I mean, they both scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um... But going off of what scared me the most, which, I mean, I obviously I didn't see them at the same time or any any time close to each other. It yeah. Was, it yeah, was me neither. Um, but, I mean, I guess I have to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre just because that's, that's one of the ones that I remember just, like, scaring the holy hell out of me. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, actually have a bit of a reversal with that because I saw Halloween first, and Halloween still creeps me out to this day. But it's it's top five horror movies for me, if not, like, it's right behind It for me. Right. Um, But it's so fucking difficult because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just so, like, it's not a super bloody movie, but it feels like it is. Yeah. And it's just, it's the implications of like Leatherface goes to put the girl on the meat hook and we don't actually see it go into her back, but, right. but it's heavily implied and it's her facial expressions that, that give us that sense of what's going on. But Halloween again, like it's such a simple premise, but like, 
the ending of Halloween where it's just like evil lives on and you just you can't kill it and it's inexplicable why you can't kill it is just terrifying. Well, you also have like the end of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right with Leatherface. Shit, that's right where Leatherface is dancing and she gets away in the car. Yeah, she gets in the back of the truck and he's just like in the middle of the road just swinging the chainsaw around. Like, he doesn't uh, even fucking care. Like, yeah. Well, and he Shit, probably. Really <laughs> and Leatherface probably doesn't even have the capacity to realize that, like, swinging a chainsaw in the middle of the street, you're probably going <laughs> to get picked up by some cops or something. Probably, you know? yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just such a simpleton. Yeah. Like, that he's uh, insane and just you know this is so difficult I don't even want to answer this one but we have to to crown a champion <laughs> yeah uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have to say Texas Chainsaw only because it's it's the original that I can remember that scared the living shit out of me like I mean ha- Halloween you know not much after um, <laughs> you know, scared the hell out of me too, but that was just, you know, even talking episode one that we recorded, like that was just the, one of those ones or the, the early ones that got me. But, yeah. Now this is going to kill me because I love Halloween, but if we got to talk about the, like, and people can debate me on this, but if we got to talk about the overall influence that these movies have had, yes, Halloween inspired the slasher genre per se, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the first like horror movie to me to capture a feel and really be atmospheric just throughout. Like the second it cuts to the me the the camera like yeah. sound and then we're just seeing those dirty credits and it zooms yeah. in on that corpse that's like stuck up on a pole or something yeah and like again the credits i said dirty the credits are just like disgusting <laughs> like they give you a, yeah, a gross are. feeling so for that reason because of the consistency throughout with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And this movie like flies by too with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Halloween, yes, it's a little bit slow to start with, but it amps it up at the end. Texas Chainsaw Massacre just like flies by, you know? Yeah, it does. It, do- it doesn't take long for it to get going. Yeah, because before we meet Leatherface, we have the hitchhiker. And that just that scene at the like Michael Myers scares me, but the scene at the dinner table for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. Trying to bash her head in with the fucking hammer. Yeah. Well, and then it zooms in on her eyes and I just I can see her losing her sanity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I said before, I think when it when it was pitted with when it was pitted against Blair Witch that it doesn't necessarily scare me and it doesn't, but it is deeply disturbing. Yes, so it is. I would, this is going to hurt me 
because I do love Halloween. It's right behind it for my favorite horror movie of all time. But I will go Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it's another favorite of mine. And it yeah. is, it gets its job done with being deeply, deeply disturbing. Yeah, I've got to do it too. And um, honestly, uh, another part of it too is uh, as far as a, a horror movie like villain or killer like i mean the outfit like you can't beat it it's <laughs> yeah like someone's face and then yeah. the apron well also the and, the the first reveal of leatherface where uh the one dude goes into the house and you hear the pig squeals and he trips and then leatherface steps out and just clocks him with the hammer oh yeah and then oh his body like convulsing and he has leatherface has to hit him again Yep. Like, and the sound effects is just so gross. <laughs> like, yeah, so. I, and, and I think that's um, maybe one of the most realistic um, kind of kills that you for see. Sure. Well, and it, um, t- it ties back into the writing, too, because the hitchhiker earlier on says, like, they don't always die on the first hit. Sometimes you have to do it more than once. Right. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we don't talk about this much when we talk about the movie, but it has a lot of themes about America at that time. You know, so and so does so yep. does Halloween, but Texas Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw Massacre has a lot to say and it's one of the greatest films ever made as is Halloween, but I will put Texas Chainsaw Massacre through and just go on silently hating myself for doing so as I would if I had picked Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so but Texas Chainsaw Massacre advances. Oh, God, Jason, you're going to hate what happens next, though, when we circle back around. Okay. All right. But next up, we've got Poltergeist versus the original Friday the 13th. Ooh, okay. Uh, as far as rewatchability goes, I'd probably go Poltergeist on this one. Yeah. Um, give me one second. Let me take a quick break, like two seconds. Sure, man. I'll put Poltergeist through. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're back. So we put Poltergeist through. Um, yep. So Poltergeist won out against Friday the 13th. Um, so moving on, we've got The Exorcist versus The Sixth Sense. Um. I gotta go Exorcist just for yeah, scarability. Same, same um, but again, not to dog on the Sixth Sense, which we've talked about a good not bit. At all. Um, but yeah, Exorcist. If we gotta go, like, what's the greatest of the horror films here? Yeah. Exorcist. <laughs> so, absolutely cool. All right, Jason, we're in the semifinals, and this may actually be where we where we break on these semifinals and I can only imagine where we're going to go from here with the final round. All right. So for the semifinal on the left part of the bracket, we have alien versus the Texas chainsaw massacre. Alien versus Texas chainsaw massacre. Yes. Hmm. Um, Yeah, it's a hard one. <laughs> Wait until you see what the next one is, too, for the other semifinal round on the right side. 
Um, I have to go Alien. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I well, do love then, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but... And, and the thing is, like I've said before, I'm not the biggest sci-fi horror fan, but I don't even always think first of Alien as just like, oh, it's a sci-fi horror movie. It's like, I said this before when I was talking about The Shining, it's like a film. It's a it's a perfect movie and a cinematic experience. Well, and the reason that I kind of go with Alien as well is because I'm considering um, sequels. So, true, like if, true. You look at, if you look at Texas Chainsaw versus um, Aliens as far as, like, sequels go, like you're definitely looking at a more consistent um, franchise. I think, I think the only one that I don't like, um, alien three, I can't even say, I can't even say I don't like it. I just think it's the weakest alien three, uh, right? Of them all. Yes. Alien three, um, which, which, is sad because it's directed by um uh david fincher that's right that was one of his earlier movies yeah and i love fincher yeah and as i understand it he had a a really difficult time like battling with the studio about that one yeah there was there was a lot of um i i don't know all the details but there was there was a lot of stuff going back and forth about like the story and you know stuff like that which venture was just kind of hired in to do it like it wasn't like he wrote it or anything like yeah that. i don't think that so remind me david fincher is behind what movies again um fight club did he do zodiac yes okay um gone girl okay um which if you haven't seen that, that's really good. I remember seeing it all over trailers or not all over trailers, but like all over movie screenings before movies playing. Yeah. That's, um, that's another one that kind of rides the line between horror and, uh, like just a thriller movie, but it's really good. Yeah. So Um, he did seven as well. Yeah, seven. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo from 2011. Yep. Panic Room. The Curious yeah. Case of Benjamin Button. Panic Room's got um, Jared Leto in it as well. David Fincher directed World War Z? Yeah. Wow. Never would have guessed that. That seems very out of style for him. Yep. I I enjoyed World War Z, but it was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. Like, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I didn't yeah. think it was amazing either. I wonder if we're ever actually okay. going to get a sequel to that because I don't. <laughs> it's been almost um, a decade. Yeah, they've been talking about it forever. I don't know that it's actually going to happen, but. Well, that sucks because I I would have like I would have watched another one. But, yeah, the first one was pretty decent. I, yeah. I kind of liked it. But yeah, as far as sequels go, like, Aliens, Alien is great. Aliens, I love. That's probably my favorite in the franchise. 
Um, Alien 3 was like what I, I haven't seen all of Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection, but mm-hmm. what I've seen of them, I enjoy. I actually haven't finished Prometheus either. <laughs> so a lot of people, a lot of people really hate on um, Resurrection and Resurrection is one of my favorites. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say in in terms of I do enjoy the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels, but there are some bad ones in there. Uh, oh yeah, two uh, yeah. two is good. Three is really stupid, but it's fun. It's the one with Vigo Mortensen in it. Oh uh, uh, yeah, four is a bad movie, but it's ridiculously fun. Right. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre the remake from two thousand three that's a good one. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Jessica Biel. Uh, yep, and Texas Chainsaw yep. Math. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning. I have not seen. Um. Yeah, that one's good too, because that was the one that came right after. Yep, about two years later. Just, yeah, and yeah, then that one's good too. Texas Chainsaw 3D. That was not good. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. And then the one from 2017, Leatherface, the prequel thing. I have not seen. And then the one from Netflix was like fine. So I I know it's enjoyable, like I said earlier, but it's nothing like mind blowing. Right. So yeah, I, I would go Alien as well. Yeah. But in terms of them as standalone films, Alien I would consider the superior movie. Yeah, absolutely. So Alien advances into the finals, and now the question is, will it be against poltergeist or the exorcist oh yeah <laughs> so that's the final one is poltergeist versus uh, this exorcist. is this is the final one on the other side so whatever wins this round is going to go head to head with alien for the top spot okay between these two, I'd probably go Exorcist. Because if I'm thinking about it in terms of a full-on horror movie, like we said earlier, Poltergeist is a horror movie, but it's very, like, fantastical. Right. And there's parts of it that don't feel like a horror movie to me. Right. So if, if we're going, like which one is the better horror movie? I would say the exorcist. Uh, right. Between exorcist and, and what? poltergeist and poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we in agreement there. We're going to put, uh, exorcist through. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, as, as far as pure horror goes. Yeah. I, not, I to ta- to not to take away anything from poltergeist though. No, not at all. Great, great movie. But yeah, so we'll go Exorcist. All right, Jason, we have made it to the final round. This will be whatever we choose here will be the winner of the Horror Bracket War. We have for the championship match, Alien versus The Exorcist. Ooh. Um... Should we just flip a coin and like save ourselves the pain of having to choose? Because this is know, a man. this like, is a I... this is a difficult one. 
I don't know. Like, I think that I think that Alien might take it. You think uh, so? Yeah, there's. Because I do like there's there's a lot of like psychological elements. Sure. To to Alien. Oh, it's and, it's very uh, claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah, and then I also like the jump scares. There's not really. There's not a lot of them, but they're very effective. Yeah, well, and there's not really a lot of jump scares. um, In in The Exorcist? In The Exorcist, yeah. It's just the whole kind of vibe of the movie. Yeah, and as you're bringing it up, I'm actually, because I haven't seen The Exorcist since 2016. I like The Exorcist a lot. It's one of the best horror movies ever made, as I said, and I stand by that. But The Exorcist is, in terms of pacing of a movie, it's not the strongest of it because there's a lot of, like, Reagan's at the hospital, Reagan plays with a Ouija board. Like, it's, like, 30, 40 minutes in by the time... um, Before anything gets kicking. Yeah, by the time Pazuzu, the demon... Uh, right. Hopefully I said the name right. By the time the demon is like doing stuff. Right. And as I said, there are elements of the exorcist that don't hold up so well, like the priest just beating the shit out of the demon. Right. And it is scary, but under the right circumstances to me. Yeah. But alien, just the whole concept of alien is terrifying. You, like just put a bullet in me if if I have to have a face hugger on me. <laughs> like I don't oh, care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want that spider thing on my face. Yeah, that's some terrifying shit. Yeah, dude. Like it's so disgusting. Uh yeah, no, I just I I do I would never want to funny story. They, I've seen online. They sell sleep apnea masks. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a. There's one that's a face hugger. Yeah. Do you know how? Like, I've never used one, but if I forgot that that was on my face and I woke up and it was on my face, I would like freak out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe a bit extreme, me saying put a bullet in me instead of a face hugger, but like, I'm just saying, like the face hugger is so disgusting. And the fact that it puts a tube down your throat and lays eggs and yep. then you think you're fine and then the chest burster comes out and it looks like with John Hurt when the alien first bursts out of his chest, he's like, looks like he's suffocating or choking or something. Right. It's just a terrifying concept. And But then yeah. even still, the alien, the way it kills you with that second mouth. Um, and you know, having just replayed Alien Isolation, which is one of my favorite horror survival games ever, or survival, survival horror, um, it's so terrifying, that dusty old ship. Yep, it's a good one, man. Yeah. So, I think I know where we're going on this, but do you have any closing thoughts before you throw out which way you're going for real? Um, no, um, I mean, I think it was a very close call. Absolutely. Uh, on everything. 
Yeah, these were some um, tough ones, man. And I definitely think this is something that we can revisit because there's different categories on here. Um, and okay. I, th- yeah, and I think that this is something we can revisit. This would be something really fun if we ever do like a live podcasting event or something. This would be right. a really fun thing to do to have like a big board of the bracket behind us or something. Oh, and yeah. we like get crowd audience or crowd participation in on it to help us deem which one is the best one. And yeah, help us help us declare a champion. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that would be really fun. So this is something we can revisit. Let us know, listeners, if this is something you enjoyed. We had a blast doing it, thus the runtime of the episodes um but yeah jason so to bring it on home you're going alien uh yeah definitely all right i'm with you on that after thinking about it for a bit i'm going alien as well so our runner-up is the exorcist and alien is our champion of our first horror bracket war and i'll pop an imaginary bottle of champagne to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so alien is the winner and yeah, man, this was fun. I definitely think we can revisit this again in the future and uh, yeah, definitely. everybody listening. I hope you guys had fun. Um, hopefully you don't hate us for some of our decisions. Cause all of literally all of these movies on here were great movies. Um, yeah. It's hard to pick between a lot of them. Yeah, so, but yeah, so Aliens are champion for this round of Horror Bracket War, and uh, Jason, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up on the podcast. Before we jumped on the air to record this second part, we were talking about a couple movies that we want to do movie reviews for, so I think uh, people should be excited, right, for what we got coming out? Uh, Yeah, we've got uh, quite a few. Uh, Bucky and I have both been catching up on stuff that neither one of us have seen or, or we're revisiting stuff that we haven't seen in a few years. Right. Or, you know, stuff that, uh, I've seen that Bucky hasn't or vice versa. Yeah. So Um, so it's, so it's cool to like catch up on some stuff that, um, you know, either one of us weren't necessarily aware of or we were aware of but you know just kind of got past us yeah Um, absolutely so yeah yeah, man we got some cool stuff in the pipeline absolutely and based on what we were talking about earlier i think we got a couple movie reviews coming at you soon uh you'll just have to sit and guess what they might be uh but they're gonna be good ones they're gonna be there's gonna be a lot of good discussion in there about these um and yeah, guys, thank you just so much for tuning in to Midnight Terrors every week. This has been so much fun, and I look forward to recording this with you every week, Jason. And, you know, we have we got that five-star review a while back that, you know, people said it's just buds talking about various types of horror movies, and that's what we are. We're just celebrating this thing that we love, and we've got now on Instagram, we have over 200 followers on there, and it's a really cool community of not just other podcasts, but just other people sharing their stuff out. So, um, please get, go ahead. I mean, absolutely. We appreciate everybody that's listening. Um, this is just kind of a little passion project for us. Um, 
we don't we don't care if we get five listeners or <laughs> you know two thousand. Um, it's just something f- uh, for us to do for fun. Yep. Um, and we're enjoying it. And you know, the more people we get, you know, we do love it. We hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, and please on our on our Insta um, or on our Facebook, like if you have anything that you want to you know, kind of hear about or get our opinions on, you know, please post it up there um, because we will definitely, um, you know, hop on to what you want to hear about. And, um, you know, we'll definitely give you shout outs too. And we appreciate, we've gotten some shout outs um, and some listeners from other horror podcasts. Yep. um, And we appreciate it. And, you know, we'll make sure that we share the love. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, everybody just hop on and hang out and, you know. Yeah. Work, and hit a, yeah. And hit us up if you want to be on the show. We'll gladly uh, have you on. We're definitely making some, some cool new connections uh, through doing this podcast. So if you guys want to be on Midnight Terrors, like shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram um, or just let us know what you want to hear us talk about, like Jason said, and we will gladly do that. So it's Midnight Terrors Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and send us a message. Um, We definitely want to get an email account up and running for people to send us messages that way. Um, Spread the word about the show. I check the downloads pretty regularly and we've got like over 200 downloads on the episode so far and we appreciate so much that that you guys are listening and, and sharing it out. I appreciate and me and Jason both appreciate all the shout outs we've gotten from other podcasts and... We just want to keep growing this thing. We want to make new friends doing it, and we want to we want to just celebrate horror because it's something that we love. So get in touch with us, spread the word, and we'll be back at you guys next week with, uh, with a movie review, and I believe another one after that. So look forward to more content from Midnight Terrors. And uh, Jason, how do we say Midnight Terrors on this podcast? How do we say Midnight Terrors on this podcast? Yeah, man. I feel like my my way of saying it is missing something. What what do you mean? How do we say it? Are you being serious right now? What? (laughs) How do what type of voice do you use to say Midnight Terrors, man? Um, it's just the Midnight Terrors podcast. (laughs) You like changed up the inflections there. (laughs) <laughs> the midnight terror there we go yeah man awesome guys well thank you to everybody listening hope you guys enjoyed this alien is our champion so go watch it we command that you do and uh please return next week for more horror talk with the midnight terrors podcast all right guys take care all right later everybody